Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit fact. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you not only understand, but apply the principles of the habit factor. That is to use habit alignment, put the wind, the force of habit at your back to achieve your goals more quickly. Along the way, of course, we get into all sorts of fun things. The mastery mindset, for instance, um, what we do know is we run across and into obstacles along the way as we head towards our goals. So as much as I love to talk about habits and goals, I love to get into the philosophy of personal development. And that's where we're headed today, my friends. This is a bridge episode, season four is on the verge of becoming real and what you can do to help us out. In fact, it would be a huge favor if you just go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash, I think it's either vote or cover. And my guess is both work. Vote or cover. Just thehabitfactor.com forward slash vote or cover. You click on an image and you hit submit, it takes less than five seconds. Again, it would be a huge favor, and you're going to help us decide on the cover for season four. We got about a week to do that, so don't delay, jump on that. So, having said that, welcome, and I know the familiar listeners get a little tired about hearing the reset, but because we are between episodes, And because new people are piling in every week, it is good to reset and catch up. Having said that, today's episode, I'm going to try to do this quick. It would be along the lines of a Mind Bullet Monday. These uh, philosophical ideas, if you will, these mindsets that help you achieve your goals more easily. Today's topic is... (laughs) drum roll please is this the best thing to know question mark and the question is or the topic is actually I'm going to set this up a little differently we love our knowledge we love knowing stuff we fear the unknown And I'm making a blanket statement, so I'm trying not to be absolute. Some of us fear the unknown more than others. Some of us pride ourselves greatly on knowing stuff. And that's okay. It's hard-fought knowledge. We should be proud. It's important to know stuff. But the purpose of this episode is to ask you, for you to analyze 
how much do you value the unknown? And you may be saying, what the hell, what the heck is he talking about? How much do you value the unknown? You see, even the smartest, the the greatest physicist or logician, these guys can only take you or gals so far. And at a certain point, you run into a roadblock. And you know what that roadblock is? It's the unknown. It's the illogical, if you will. The fact is, logic is just something we create, and it's built on the unknown, and in many cases, the illogical. So chaos precedes order, if you will. And let's forget about what I think for a minute, and let's look at some of the great, I just got to flip over and pull up some of these quotes, some of the great minds of all time. Socrates, this is known in educational circles as the Socratic paradox, the Socratic paradox. I am the wisest man alive, for, for I know one thing, and that is that I know nothing. I am the wisest man alive, for I know one thing, and that is that I know nothing. And this is Socrates, one of the great thinkers of all time. And then there's this mystic poet, Sufi, mystic poet, Rumi. This quote in many ways changed my life. Sell your cleverness and purchase bewilderment. Sell your cleverness and purchase bewilderment. We pride ourselves on being clever and again, our knowledge. I will tell you This isn't to discredit knowledge, but it's certainly becoming more and more of a commodity. The real value, I think I heard Jack Ma, the the, uh, founder of Alibaba, and I totally agree. The real value is not in knowledge. It's in creativity and problem solving and imagination and all these kind of innate human capacities. I mean, knowledge is truly becoming a commodity. You can look something up on the internet in a matter of seconds. It used to be extremely valuable. You know, you'd have to wait two weeks for a doctor to work his way across several states. Um, Again, waiting a couple weeks for him to diagnose something. Now, you can go ahead and Google it in a matter of seconds. So, some people take offense to this because they cling to their knowledge and how smart they are. I'm not discrediting that. I think that's important. What I am doing is increasing the value. I'm appreciating, if you will... And suggesting that you ought to appreciate the unknown. You should sell your cleverness and purchase bewilderment. No matter how smart you are, if you were to take all your knowledge, you could fit it on the tip of a needle or a pen, and then the rest of the knowledge in the world, the stuff you will never know... um, So no matter how much you know, you will never know as much as you don't know. The rest of the world, the rest of the knowledge would be uh, several rooms, 
filled with knowledge. So where is this leading us? How is this useful? And I haven't even gotten to Lao Tzu's quote or Lao Tzu. He said, to know what I do not know is true knowledge. To think you know when you do not is a disease. Recognizing disease as a disease is to be free of it. To know what you do not know is true knowledge. So how is this all useful? You, you got Sufi, you got Lao Tzu, and you have Socrates, some of the greatest thinkers of all time. And they're all circling in on this important point. How are you going to use this? Sell your cleverness, purchase bewilderment. Well, I think I would suggest to you this all leads you to a place. And it's a very interesting place. It, it forces you to go to a place of trust and faith rather than fear. Naturally, we fear the unknown But I would suggest to you that with the right attitude, with the right appreciation, you can embrace it with a great deal of trust. The unknown forces you to trust. So let me give you perhaps a more concrete example. I was invited over to chat with another four entrepreneurs and this was a week or two ago and the purpose of the the evening was to sip a little bourbon and whiskey and just chat philosophize and as we're doing that kind of bouncing around the concept of relationships came up and this very successful entrepreneur starts saying how he knows, underscore knows, he wants this and needs this in a mate or a spouse or a girlfriend. He knows what he needs, and he keeps saying it on and on. And then at a certain point, it comes clear he's he's not in a relationship, and and he's struggled with relationships, and, um, and so... By the time it got to me, knowing what I just told you, I I offered him a slightly... Well, everybody's nodding and being like, yep, I get it. You know what you want. You know what you want. Um, I took a different tact and I just said, how is it, just food for thought, how is it that you really know what you want? In other words, and I didn't put it like this, if you've had challenging relationships, sure, you're going to learn some of the things that aren't working. But at the same time, when you begin to label and define and box in certain parameters, you limit all sorts of exposure to potentially terrific future dates and mates. And so my invitation, my offering was, how much do you know? And, and, and 
do you really even know what it is you want? And then I just backed it up with, look, if, if from personal experience, if, if I drew some lines and some boxes or a lot of them, I'm sure there are certain parameters that, that are going to be helpful. But the point is, with our knowledge, I think we often create our own challenges and box ourselves in. So I just said, look, I'm absolutely blown away in my experience because I just continue to keep an open mind challenging myself. Do I really know what it is that's right? Do I really know for sure that this person has to fit in this box, have these um, interests, and, and the answer is 20 plus years later of marriage, knock on wood, so far, and my take on that is it's just, a, you know, you pay rent every day, take nothing for granted, but that's a whole other episode. So thus far, everything has been mostly terrific. Point being, embracing the unknown, valuing and appreciating what we don't know just may be the way out or the way to solve the problem that is bothering you. So there you go, my friends. I am the wisest man alive, for I know one thing, and that is that I know nothing. All right, so having said all that, you know, put that, use that wherever you may. Um, I just want to remind you again, thehabitfactor.com forward slash cover or forward slash vote. And hit me with your cover selection for season four. That is imminent. That's coming out any day now. Finally, a quick reminder, when you go to audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, that's the number two, you not only get 30 days free, but you get one free book a month. I think that's how it works out. So check it out, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, that's the number two. And with that, I want to hear how you use this. So shoot me comments, um, leave a review. It's always extremely helpful for us in iTunes and the ratings and how iTunes ranks us when you write a review. I hope this was helpful for you. It's always fun for me. I have missed you. And uh, share this and tell a friend. See ya. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. That is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444 and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a 
quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. And with that, I will see you on the next Mind Bullet Monday. I'm out.